You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. So we are talking about the barakah in business. Um, uh, we have to comprehend what barakah means and also um, apply actions that attract barakah because the barakah is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In a hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, once he happened to, they happened to be in a place where there wasn't enough water, he placed his uh, hands and fingers into the water and the water started uh, increasing, and people were able to use it for wudu and so on. And the Prophet ﷺ told the companions, "Hayya alal tahur al mubarak." Come to that water which is purifying and is full of barakah. Then he said, "It is a barakah, wal barakat min Allah." And come towards that water which is the barakah from Allah. So barakah in itself, its main source, meaning who brings that barakah, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to understand what are those actions that will attract the barakah towards us. So that uh, is uh, what we have to understand. Uh, the second uh, point that I want to make is the fact that we use barakah in, may, in our daily life. So the, the usage of barakah, sometimes dif- dif- different communities use quite a lot. You know, sometimes they might say, uh, Allah, you barak feek, barak Allah feek, may Allah give you barakah. And some, they might use it in some things. So in supplication, we do use barakah. Uh, uh, and also uh, when we are supplicating for others and also in our comments and uh, after observation. In supplication, can anyone think of areas where we would, we would be using the word barakah in supplication, in occasions where we would use the word barakah? Can, you, can anyone think? Before eating? Before eating, what do you say before eating? Yes, and some of us might say bismillahi wa barakatillah, isn't it? Even in saying assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That is also a dua for others, isn't it? In supplication for others. So we do use, after marriage, you know the dua after marriage? Dua for others? What, what is it? What's the dua? Yes, barakallahu lakuma wa barakallahu alaykuma wa jama'a baynakuma fi khair. Also in comments after observation, usually we say, oh may look at this, how much barakah Allah has given in his business, isn't it? So we usually use the word barakah quite often. So barakah is always used, but it's important to understand what the word barakah itself means. Sometimes we, we end up using words without understanding the underlying meanings that uh, are uh, involved in the word. So it is important to know that. Uh, so in terms of uh, 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 definition of barakah, we have what is known as the linguistic meaning or the, the linguistic definition of barakah. When we are talking about barakah, as Raghib has stated, al-barakah, that is more of a technical definition, but when we look at the linguistic part of it, we find that barakah is defined as something that is al-istiqrar, uh, al-luzum, something which is embedded in a thing, uh, something that is stable in a thing, something like the water, they call birka, you know, a water pond, it's known as birka, 
because of the fact, you know, the still water is there, it is all the time there. You know, it's still, it's not moving. So there is that firmness in it. So the word barakah has also the meaning of firmness, firmness uh, istiqrar, stability, and all these uh, things uh, are found in the, the meaning. And also it has the meaning of growth. Barakah also means what is known as nama, linguistically. And it's also, it also has uh, the meaning of ziyada, increase. The technical definition of it, as Raghib has given, he says, It is the embedment or embedding of uh, 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 divine good in a thing, or divine goodness in, in a thing. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts that divine goodness in a thing, that is what barakah entails. Ibn al-Qayyim says, Al-Barakah haqiqat wa thubut wa luzum wa istiqrar He also again gives uh, the, the linguistic meaning. And then after that we find that uh, the, you know, the technical mean, meaning is given uh, uh, in terms of barakah, like uh, it has increase uh, and also it has the meaning of growth, just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَبَارَكْنَا عَلَيْهِ وَعَلَىٰ So it has the meaning of growth and increase. And uh, in terms of technical meaning, it has the physical and quantitative uh, meaning as well and the spiritual and qualitative meaning and sometimes it can be combined with both. Sometimes you might see barakah. Barakah could be tangible where you can see the barakah in terms of increase. Yes, And sometimes that increase cannot be seen but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has qualified that uh, item. Allah has put. Like for example when we are saying Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. Yes? Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. We are making dua to Allah. We are asking Allah to grant barakah on the Prophet Muhammad and the family of the Prophet Muhammad. That barakah in reality is, uh, it has both meanings. It has the, the qualitative and the quantitative meaning in it, the spiritual meaning and the physical meaning in it, because you are asking for growth in terms of uh, physical, tangible growth. And you're also asking for uh, that which is more meta which is more metaphysical, something which is more qualitative in terms of karama, uh, honor, in terms of tashrif, nobility, and so on and so forth. So barakah could have in, in technical terms, it could have these two meanings, and sometimes it could be both combined. Sometimes you might you might see a person, yes, he's got a small little shop, yes? A small little shop, yes. But you say, MashaAllah, look at the barakah Allah has given. Because he comes out of that shop, he might have not made the same sales as someone with a big warehouse, yes? But yet he's happy. Yet he's without problems. Thus barakah also means, it has that qualitative and spiritual meaning, where you might not be able to see the growth, but it might have a spiritual growth in it where a person ha happens to be happy. The happiness that he's feeling, where he thanks Allah, Alhamdulillah, yes? When he is able to go to Salah and pray, yes? If you're not, going to, you're not able to go to pray your Salah, it means that there is interruption, halal, in the barakah of the wealth that you have. So it gives you the tawfiq, it allows you, obviously tawfiq comes from Allah, but allows you to do many other things, and you see the person is happy, he's content, He's thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he doesn't have any problems. 
On the other side, you might see an increase. Yes? Someone might have a massive uh, business, big business, and you see many customers coming. Yes? Yet, there are many other problems behind it. Yes? He says, I've got headache. I can't sleep all, all night long. And also the fact that he has, you know, all the time there's something happening. Sometimes the pipe bursts. Uh, sometimes, you know, the workers cause problems and this and that. And always there, there are these penalties that are falling on him. It means the barakah is not there. Maybe, they, you know, uh, in physical terms, it seems there is an increase. But in material terms, but in uh, metaphysical or we can say spiritual uh, and qualitative terms, there is not that increase in it. Therefore, it is devoid of barakah. So sometimes you can have barakah in terms of increase. And again, sometimes it could be, it could, you cannot see that increase. You might not be able to see that increase, just like as I gave the example of a small shop. Yet, you know, a person is happy, content, he's getting customers, he's not, it's stressful. Yes, stress as well uh, plays, uh, you know, if, you've, if you've got barakah, it also allows your stress to go down. So it is that spiritual and qualitative barakah that this person has. And sometimes it could be that Allah increases, you know, and you can see it. It's visible. When the barakah is visible, it's tangible, then that is a physical or quantitative type of barakah. And sometimes it could be combined. Allah can give. But obviously when it's physical, it has also a spiritual side of it. But sometimes what happens is that the physical could be more than the, the spiritual side, and sometimes could be reversed, and sometimes both can be combined 50-50. Uh, moving on, uh, areas of barakah. Many a times we do say, isn't it, may Allah give you barakah in your uh, health, wealth, yes, in time. So there are different uh, areas. Uh, health, good health, that is an area of barakah. Yes, if somebody is healthy, Allah has given him barakah in that. In wealth, business, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, family, children, wife, they are happy. The family is not dysfunctional. If it is dysfunctional, it is devoid of barakah. And age, quality of life, uh, that is also uh, barakah in life. You know, so Allah can give you barakah in life in age. Age, it could be that you, you might live for 100 years. That would be more of an increase in, in, quantity, uh, in, in, in quantity, isn't it? Yes? And in quality, Barakah in quality terms, yes, might be that you might live for 50 years, but you might have contributed so much, yes? Someone who might live for 100 years, like you find Imam Nawawi, how many years? 34 <coughs> years. How many years he lived, lived for? But yet, the contribution that he has made. Uh, you can find Imam Shafi and others, they didn't live that long, but their contribution is, so it could be in terms of quality uh, and also in quantity as well. Uh, as I've already mentioned that, the manifestations of barakah in wealth and business, that is our area. So it could have the, uh, the quantitative uh, side more uh, clear and visible, or the qualitative side that might not be clear, but yet people will talk about it. People will say, well, look, it's the quality that's there, and sometimes you can have combination that is both in, in wealth as well, and business, as well uh, in business. 
Now, how to acquire baraka in our business? That's the, uh, the question. There are two ways. One is to do with wealth, and the other is outside the wealth. There are some actions that if we do outside the wealth, it does have an impact. Remember, there are actions outside the wealth. If we do, it has an impact on, uh, the, uh, on obviously, the, the baraka, like salah and dhikr, praying salah and dhikr, that grants, you know, that is a way. If you're praying salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَأَمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْتَبِيرْ عَلَيْهِ لَا نَسْأَلُكَ رِزْقًا نَحْنُ نَرْزُكُمْ Allah says that uh, to the Prophet that command your family uh, pray, uh, to pray and also you remain steadfast on it. We are not asking sustenance from you. We will sustain you. We will sustain you. So salah in itself has a great... And this is the reason why you find some, uh, like for example, uh, the, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has also mentioned in a uh, in a hadith where he prayed for the ummah, Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha. Allah grant barakah for my ummah in morning time. It's morning time. Usually people are sleeping at that time. Some someone sleeps all day long, wakes up in the afternoon and is seeking a job. You will never find. Him. Yes. So that is the time where Allah has put. Because look, the dua of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is accepted. He, Allah has accepted. If you want to, to have barakah in wealth or anything, you have to wake up in the morning. This is the reason why some companies in some Muslim countries, they will emphasize their workers to pray Fajr Salah. Yes. So that is the time when you wake up and you're fresher. And you know, there is, there is that, um, there is a relationship between praying your Fajr and product productivity throughout the day. So there you are, Salah has that uh, impact. Uh, following the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, earning halal, spending halal, yes, Sharia compliant products, if you're taking finance or whatever, that is the area you should do. You shouldn't say, no, 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 I should go for something that is uh, riba based. There is no barakah in that. Allah himself has stated in the Quran, isn't it? Yamhakullah for riba so riba in itself Allah says that Allah has destroyed it meaning that it's devoid of barakah there's no barakah in it yes because Quraysh used to say to the Prophet what is the difference between trade based equity based or uh, as sale based uh, contracts yes or whatever uh, and trading uh, what is the difference between that and riba at the end of the day, you are getting an advantage, benefit, isn't it? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they, they asked the Prophet وسلم, that, Allah replied, As for um, trade-based, equity-based, or whatever contracts, they, these financial contracts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made them halal. As for riba, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it haram. So if you go for riba and say that, no, I don't want to go for, obviously, you, you are in reality doing those actions that are taking the riba, uh, sorry, the, the barakah out of your life. And also paying zakat, because, you know, when you're paying zakat, zakat in itself has the meaning of purification as well as the, mu the meaning of, of growth. 
So when you're giving zakat and sadaqah, your wealth is not diminishing. The Prophet said, مَا نَقَسَ مَالٌ مِنْ صَدَقَةٍ That uh, uh, wealth has never diminished because of giving sadaqah. So there you are. Barakah is there. As it comes in a different hadith where uh, the, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَنْفِقْ يَا بْنَ آدَمٍ This is a hadith Qudsi. O son of Adam, spend. I will spend on you. So these are small little actions that we can do by which we can bring barakah in our lives. <laughs>